podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Everyone needs more vacation, right? The new United Gateway card knows how to take you away with great travel rewards and no annual fee, ever. The wait for vacation is over. Tap now or visit unitedgatewaycard.com to apply. Rashford, he's in here. He scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only champs in my team like man you. Yeah, like man you. Good evening and welcome to another episode of Make United Great Again, part of the Touchline Fracker podcast family, aka the Content Kings. I am joined this evening by two regulars. Elijah, how's it going? All good, all good. Still yeah. 9am. It's still 9am, my guys. Uh, despite the fact with the corona. <laughs> day four of the great coronavirus war of 2020. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sebi, what are you saying, G? What's good, bro? Um, yeah, man, fucking, you know, we had to we had to feed the streets. Um, just, just before we get into the pod, just a quick reminder for everybody, if you ain't bought a bottle of rum, bottle of Las Olas, 
get on the website, buy it. That's, there's not many bottles left. And the reason why I say that is because we may be changing the design. So these bottles are going to be collector's items to come. So make sure you, you get on a pod and then leave a little note that I can see something, maybe something with a reference with what I've said on a pod or something like that. But yeah, man. Calm, yeah. I got a bottle for my, myself this weekend. So I, I strongly recommend it. So I've, I've got two classic bottles now. Uh, so yeah, as soon as they become collected items, we're eating. Alright, so <laughs> <laughs> we start uh, with last Thursday's game against, is it LASK? Is it LASK? How do they go by, uh, lads? They're a pro team, so I don't even care, man. Alright, cool. <laughs> so, um, I mean... I, I think it's LASK. I think it's LASK, yeah. Uh, yeah. I was expecting us to win, but we won very comfortably a 5-0 battering away from home. In, in normal settings, we'd be like, oh, we're through to the semis now. Lord knows what's actually going to happen. Uh, but what did you lot think of the performance? What did you think of the f- performance, Ebi? Um, Yeah, I thought the performance was, was cool, man. Um, one thing that I liked is, uh, like, usually, especially um, in, like, the Europa League and other cup competitions, every time that Oli rotates... Um, the players and that it's just totally dead like everything is just so so rubbish like obviously we're, we're normally rubbish but it's just like 10 times worse but what i found is it wasn't that bad which was um a decent surprise uh obviously you know agalo i think did he get two or or, or one and well he got he his got goal one anyway. and elijah. yeah he missed elijah we have to stand now yeah, we have we, to stand, man. Elijah, and that goal was bad as well, bruv. That, that goal was hard. Do you know what? You're the thing that made me, the thing that made me like call off him a bit. He tweeted something about not being Nigeria's president the other day and it made me laugh. And I realised <laughs> I like this guy, man. <laughs> yeah, nah, he, he's done really well, man. I, I really, really like his hold up play. And as I said on the main pod, it's like, all right, cool. Like, yeah, everybody knows Igala's not the answer. But just having a striker with a physical presence that can hold up the ball, that can bring others into play, and that's, like, kind of, like, their their main... Well, not their main attribute, but one of their, like, strongest attributes. It actually really, really makes a difference. Like, and, um, yeah, man, it was just, it's just it's just really, really good to to watch a proper number nine. Like, I'm, I'm a, that's, like, my favourite position. I'm a, I'm a super, like, number nine fan. So when you get, like, a old-fashioned number nine that can hold up the ball, bring you know other players into play. I'm always going to rate that. So it was it was, it was all right. And flipping um, fucking James. Greenwood, uh, DJ finally after 32 games got a goal. It's, it's mad. Like everybody that's played football knows football knows he was really really lucky with that goal because he had other chances. But like even the way he shot. It was just like a, a toe punt type of last minute shot. Like he, sh- he actually should have passed the ball. But, you know, Lask, the, the level of opponent, you know, they let him have um they let him have that space. So he, he got the shot off and Greenwood come on. That's twelve goals for the season. Um don't know what's gonna happen for the rest of the season, but that's amazing. Oh, so it's, it's a sick return. Amazing finish as well. Um Chong come on, Chong looked crap, but at least he set up the Greenwood goal. Um, and AP took he took a quick free kick, got 
the ball back and smashed it. Uh, shameless you, you proper proper celebrate. That yeah, it's a shameless shoot, man. He's a, yeah, he's a very, very, very shameless shoot. Man, man celebrated like it was clean top bins. And that. <laughs> it's from DJ. When DJ scored, Jay celebrated like it was FA Cup final. Like he couldn't believe it. Like he cel- like when DJ scored, he celebrated like when he um, scored his first goal. Like he actually could not believe it. But um, no, man, I, you know, I just like us putting all these teams to the sword. Like, all of these crap teams, we should be beating them 5-0. So when we do, I'm actually quite happy because it's kind of a rarity um, post-Fergie. Yeah, we've, we've put up uh, quite the run of form. Just looking back through the form guide, it looks like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, um, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 games without a loss. And of those 11 games, we've only drawn 1, 2, 3. So we've won the other 8. Uh, what were we saying, guys? Is, is Oli turning it around, yeah? No. No? All right, then. No. Tough crowd. Tough crowd. All right. <laughs> cool. Well, that's so, a lad. Yeah. Oh, what are you I'm, saying? I'm, I'm, I'm back in, bro. Oli in, yeah. I've got one. Listen, lads. You know what? <laughs> The same type of form, yeah, that got only the job. So I'm back in. I'm I'm, I'm all in again. Now. I can't believe I'm sending him a bottle like... of La Solas, bro. Yeah, I'm all in again, bro. Let's see the boys at like, uh, Muga. He's actually, he's actually reeled people back in. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. I'm all in again, man. I, go, I get can't believe the... it. Even yeah. after we saw last season, I don't care. Last season, yeah. what could happen with one loss? Listen, one loss, I, I, I might not, not come get, back to that. Get, get him the players, man. Big get him the players. <laughs> oh. John Wall in the playoffs. Big B's, bitch. We back in this, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, I'm back in. I'm back in. <laughs> we back in this, motherfucker. He's wrote me in. He's wrote me back in still. Cool. Oh. So, obviously, you guys, like I, I said at the top of the show, we are in day four of the great coronavirus war of 2020. Um, how do you not feel about the state of things? Obviously, everything is shut down. Europa League, Champions League. Premier League, Italy, Spain, France, Germany, all the main leagues are c- shut down. Where do you think we should go from now? Are you guys of the opinion that this season gets voided? So next season we just start and then the teams that were in the Champions League this year, the teams that are in the Champions League next year, nobody gets promoted from the Championship, nobody gets relegated and we do it all again? Or are you guys of the opinion that we continue the season in a month or whenever uh, with obviously looks looking like the Euros are going to be postponed to next year now. Where do you guys stand? Where do you stand, Elijah? Um, the season has to be voided, man. Because it makes... Because if things get pushed back, uh, how does it have an effect on the seasons after? Because the, the, only, the only saving grace is that the, the World Cup in 2022... So that's going to be in November, December. So there's going to be a shake-up of the of the schedule then. But even if for even doing it for like a season, or it, it would have to be two seasons. Even like it just wouldn't make sense. Like, like how do you accommodate? Because it's not just it's not just the European league that will affect it. Because they're saying if they push it back and the seasons. And then this season ends um, later this year. Then the next season starts next year, probably. That that would mean playing over the summer. And over the summer, it's, there's going to be that, there's probably going to be the Euros. There's still the Copper uh, uh, America. Like they 
They will I won't recognise that tournament until Messi wins one, my guy. So <laughs> no, keep but talking, still, keep talking. But still, it's like clubs. You 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 would have to speak to the South American FA because you you would have to ask them to postpone it because they're not going to want to release their players mid-season in the summer if it comes to that point. So it only makes sense to actually void this season and start start the season when it's possible. Like even if the season next season starts in the, the like December, start it in the December, but twenty twenty and and. 2021 or whatever but you can't prolong it and then wait for the season to end it's like i mean there's nine games left and it is unfair on like the efforts that teams have put in to get to this point but it just makes no sense because you can't you the thing is the, the problem is that because Liverpool are so far ahead it's an easy thing to say oh let's give them the title but if if you give them the title then what about all the other decisions because you can't confirm one thing and then say the rest of it is just whatever. I agree. So That's the point. That so you can't. I think they touched on it on yesterday's pod. Yeah. You either make the decision for everything or you make yeah. the decision for nothing. So you can't be like, oh, Liverpool get the title, but Norwich, Villa, and Bournemouth stay up. Leeds have to stay in the Championship. In terms yeah. of the Champions League, we don't know what we're gonna do. So yeah, essentially, in terms of the top of the table, well, we say the top of the table. In terms of the Champions League. Um, spots, even that's still up in the air. The only thing that's yeah. really decided is Liverpool going to win the title. You hate to see it. You genuinely hate to see it. <laughs> <laughs> you genuinely hate to see it. Honestly, guys, I hate to see it. You genuinely hate to see it because <laughs> they put the effort in and it's pretty much a slam dunk that they're going to win the title. But because of the fact that everything underneath them is not secure, there's no way you can top up the table and be like, Boom, 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 boom. This, Man United are going to be like, what about us? We want to be in the Champions League. Yeah. Sheffield United yeah, yeah. going to be talking up. Wolves going to be talking it's, up. The teams at the bottom so as well. Technical. So I, I'm not going down. Then you're going to have it's, the teams in the Championship. West the, Brom and Leeds chatting up like Wolves. So why are we staying in the Championship if teams are, you know, teams are winning the title based on how they did over 29 games? So, yeah, it's got to be voided, man. The yeah, it's, 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 it's proper technical, but the thing is, yeah, it has to be voided from, like, a general point of view, but United can't, you got to think about it, United can't vote to void it, even though, um, so United wouldn't vote to void it anyway, because yeah. they want to get in the Champions League, but they can't vote, vote to void it, because, um, as I was having a discussion in the group as well, is... Um, this is the year where if we don't get in the Champions League, Adidas, the Adidas money drops. So how do you say to Adidas, oh, cool, the league is postponed, but we voted to void it? Like, how does that work? Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, if you vote to void it, yeah, like, Adidas is going to say, fam, you guys voted to void this league. Like, you didn't, you know, make an effort to bloody, um, you know, play on, and you finished outside the top you, I didn't finish outside the European spots. So it's going to be quite difficult, do you know what I mean, from a Man United perspective, because there's a lot of um, other things going on and also the impact on uh, transfers, because, you know, obviously it, it's touted that Sancho will only come if we get Champions League. On top of that, the revenue, because they're saying we only have 100 million in the bank. So there's, you know, there's multiple things on the land for Man United so I don't think they're going to vote they, 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 I don't think it would make no sense for them to, to to vote to void it but even though 
even if they don't, they're they're still outnumbered because yeah. um, I think yeah. most club most clubs will vote vote to void it. I'm not too sure. I'm actually not even sure on that one. So I think I think other teams, Liverpool, Leicester, Wolves, and Sheffield United will definitely vote to keep the league. I think it's I think it's United and Chelsea who are like iffy and. They need. I think it needs to be thirteen or fourteen teams who need to vote to get the all clear. But it's not even just from United's point of view. Just from a Premier League point of view, just the amount of money they can lose by avoiding season because they have a they have a contract with these with Sky and BT and all these things around the world to show a certain amount amount of games. If they don't, if they don't show a certain amount of games, these companies can ask them to like pro raw what they pay for the season and that could that could, that's basically a quarter of the money gone and that's a quarter of all the TV money gone for all the for all the teams for a season and that can have big it, it impacts there I mean the amount of like a quarter of what each season is probably like a billion pounds and then that is divided between 20 teams like that could be massive for a team like Bournemouth who are already on the edge if they do go down and and like teams like Villa and such like, such and such so I need that though it's give su- me more of that I need that because <laughs> these, these, small, these, these small teams got too much money we yeah. need that we need that back yeah. we need that back where we can go and take your players because the TV money has been giving all these small teams too much energy bruv yeah let's go back where the TV money wasn't wasn't all that yeah and let's see 50 M's for Joshua fucking dickhead bruv like Josh King bruv 50 M's bruv that's because of the TV money they think oh we don't have to sell Fam, make them suffer, man. Make these small teams suffer and let's come for their players, bro. Fam, the way it's looking now, the TV money's even looking like it's going to start to drop to drop as well. So, boy, if it does, these these small teams are in for a tough ride because their wages, they are paying too much. So, boy, if, if it ever gets to that point... It's peak. Yeah, I reckon in terms of avoiding your right, Elijah, it's going to be pretty tight. But we're reloading it next season. We're back. Reload it. So... <laughs> Do you know Rashford, what, yeah? Rashford back It'll be sick Pogba back, back Splash time back. Greenwood, oh. Greenwood's in the gym As we speak my guys Greenwood's, yeah. in, the, Greenwood's in the gym nah. Go get party from Atletico You see that party guy I'll have more of that But Rukshaw. will there even be A, tra- a <laughs> transfer window, window. That, That's <laughs> the thing like, <laughs> They could actually Make it like You know at the start of FM, you can actually choose no, not to have a slot, no, no, not to have, have a slot yeah. transfer. They yeah. can just make it like that, saying, you know what, just start the season with with the same squad you had last season or something dumb like that. Because if they do decide to continue it um, past the summer, like players, players' contracts end in June, so how are they gonna are they gonna have to extend each contract for the, for the season to end in what when? This coming season ends and then does the summer transfer window kick in? Then it's all messed up. Like this whole thing has just messed everything up. It's so crazy. Boy, and this is fresh off the press right now. Yeah, uh, UEFA are demanding two hundred seventy-five million from clubs and leagues to postpone Euro twenty twenty by a year. Money talk, money talk, my guy. You want three hundred mil <laughs> in the middle of a global 
global crisis. They're asking for 300 mil for them to not play Euro 2020. You both are disgusted, man. <laughs> you know what? All, all, all of the football organizations, yeah, they're what are sick. Because when you even deep it, yeah, when you even deep it, yeah, it it actually came out, yeah, that that Qatar World Cup was bought. Yeah, yeah. it came out, there, yeah, and they're but, still having it, yeah, and they're having it in November. Like deep it, they're having the Qatar World Cup in November, and it actually even came out that it was bought as well. That's nasty behaviour. The way that World Cup is going to sh- shift the whole f- football schedule is mad because from the looks of it, they're going to start the season in, what, June? And then they're going to take a break in, like, October, November, and it's going to start up again in, like, end of Jan, Feb. And, like, they're basically going to take a massive break in the middle of the season and they're just going to cram in loads of games between June and July, October, and then Feb and May just to keep the season going. It's so crazy, though, like... They could actually never do it again. Like they could actually never do it again. This is absolutely mental, lads. This is this is it's all kicking off. They're basically <laughs> saying that they're gonna lose three hundred million from having they're gonna lose three hundred million from having to postpone everything, etc. Yeah. Move stuff about and they're saying the clubs and the leagues should cover that. But it's not the clubs and the leagues fault that there's a global there's a pandemic going on right now and you're telling them to foot the bill for it. You're telling them to foot the bill is for that it. Fo- Get, is- is that 300 million across all these clubs is not even that much, but it's just still cheeky. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not. It's not It's not if everybody chips in, but it's just the idea that I, you're asking them to in the first place. Because yeah, like cheeky. you lot have already said, teams are already set to lose money. Teams are already set to lose money. So for you to come and try and stiff end them on the other end as well, come on, man. Let's make it make sense, man. Let's make it make sense. Cool. So... Obviously, as all our listeners are aware, there is no uh, football going on at the moment, but we still had to make sure the streets were satisfied. So uh, this week, we thought we'd go with uh, something a bit different, something we've been talking about doing for a while, which is a throwback, which is a throwback pod. So essentially, see, we support Manchester United, so we have a rich history, uh, which means we've got many games from history which we can call back and watch. Um, so we've decided to start with the 3-2 game that we played against Manchester City in the 2017-18 season. Um, it was towards the end of the season. We went to their ground and we smashed them uh, 3-2. Uh, Elijah and Seb, you both watched the game again, didn't you? Yeah. Cool. So uh, let's let's talk about it. What what we know. So let's first of all let's let's start with the lineups. Um, so us just running through our starting lineup. The De Gea goal. Um, <laughs> Valencia. We had uh, Bayern Smalling at uh, back. We had Ashley Young at left back. We had Matic Herrera Pogba, and we had Sanchez Lukaku and Limba- Lingard. And that is ugh, that front three. That's that shivers, you know. <laughs> oh, it's funny it's a couple of seasons ago but it's funny like Lingard really had Rashford and Martial on the ropes he it's had, scary he had them that's both actually, on the ropes that's actually he, fucked you know yeah he had them he had them both on the ropes because remember like obviously he's absolutely finished now but he wasn't bad like he wasn't bad he was a half decent nah, he, player was, he was putting up numbers for yeah. a while still he was a half decent and he used to run for the shirt and you know that's one of the main things that Sebi and Mourinho look for in a player <laughs> Beyond any actual football ability, does he also, run for the shirt? Then we does had, he want it? 
Lopez. He won it enough. Uh, we had Lukaku. <laughs> we had Lukaku. Oh my days! Do you know how many? And we'll touch on the game, yeah. But we had Lukaku. Um, but I think when when you look at the team, you actually realise that in two seasons we have shifted quite a few players. The smallest. Uh, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. Like half that team is gone. I think. So Valencia, Smallin, Young, Sanchez, and Lukaku. Lingard finished. Herrera. Oh yeah, Herrera too. Yeah. Uh, Lingard finished. Yep. No. Nah, oh, 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 nah, you guys gotta give Oli his respect, man. No, no, no. That's the one thing I've always said about him. He has gotten the players, all of the scrubs that I've hated for a while. He's actually gotten a lot of them. Do you know what it is, yeah? I used to. Do you know what I used to actually question myself because all of these players here yeah, that were playing, I was thinking, wait. Why isn't that manager getting rid of yeah, them? As fans, yeah, are, are we seeing the wrong thing? Fam. And these managers actually know, but because it wasn't making sense that these players were still here year after year. But I ain't gonna lie, Oli came and thought, nah, you man, <laughs> you got a goal, bro. That's the one thing I'm happy about because it's like these men were so. It's it's not even like they were rubbish or. They were at best bang average and they kept out surviving these players that had a bit of talent but it wasn't quite working for them. And they will just get rid of them but these guys got second chances all the time. Jones, Smalling, Valencia. Yeah. They kept re- reinventing themselves like a virus. Like, ah, oh, they kept they, they just kept mutating and just kept surviving. They, I'm, so, I'm so glad a lot of them are gone. <laughs> I'm so glad, man. They're they make mutating. me so sick. Um, City's team, to be fair, hasn't changed very much. Uh, it was Edison in goal. They had Danilo, the flop. Uh, then they had Company and Otamendi. They had Delph at left back. Then they had Fernandinho, Gundogan and Silva. Bold Silva, who had a good season. And then up front, they tried Sane, uh, Bernardo Silva and Raheem Sterling. Mm. Their team isn't too. Their team isn't too different. Going in, they just lost against Liverpool in the Champions League. And they had that's the quarterfinals, and they had Liverpool on the other side. But if they won the game, they would be crown champions. of the season that Jose Mourinho said it was the greatest achievement of his managerial career. Um, what did you guys think of the actual game? Looking back now, because obviously we talk about games in our memory, things stand out. What do you think? What do you think of the game now? Watching it again, looking back, what are the things that stand out the, to you? The, the game was the game was absolutely terrible. Like again, like it was like. Again, like it was literally, as we said before the pod started, it was like twenty minute spells that both teams had. But um, for me, it was like just a, just literally a like prime example of how how much quality we was lacking. Because for all for for all of the game, we didn't string no passes together, and as soon as we string passes together, we came back. Like and it's such a simple thing to say, but it's something that we don't do. We don't retain possession. We don't, you know, pass. Uh, we don't string pass. Well, at that time, anyway, we didn't put balls into the final third and you know create chances. Like there was no concentration in the final third where players were either mishitting passes or miscontrolling, miscontrolling, you know, passes and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, the one time that you know everything. Everybody, the concentration was bang on, and you know everybody's technique was bang on. We scored three goals. Like it was, it was crazy. Um, things that, yeah, I agree with you re- regard to the overall performance. But what really stood out to me was some players' individual performances. 
Romelu Lukaku. Romelu <laughs> Lamana Luala Luala Lukaku, yeah? <laughs> that man has a problem. He does not know how to play football. It's so funny because we've gone back and we've gone back and forth with like Rodney about it throughout the season. That was literally like a typical Lukaku game against a big team. The ball couldn't stick. He, like in the first, I think five or ten minutes, I think somebody miscontrolled it on City side. He but it came to him and then he missed. He lost it. It happened again in the second. He was so bad. He is such a bad footballer. My word, that stood out. So at times it felt like we were playing with ten men in the build-up. Because he wasn't really physically imposing himself. And when the ball did come to him in build-up, he was messing up most of the time. <laughs> Another person who's a criminal, yeah, and actually has my favourite moment of the match is Ashley Young. That tackle on Aguero. That tackle on Aguero. That's actually one of the worst tackles I've ever seen in my life. Honest to God, how that was the winner as a penalty is incredible. That's one of the... That's what the, I'm so glad what VR Oh, you know, best team. stuff you were seeing them like, all oh, right, for VR, we were done out here, you know. Like, Damn, I think at the start, it's ridiculous. His 400th appearance in the Premier, I was like, all oh, right, the young, like, he actually put in a shift, like, because I think, if you think how long ago that was, plus the rest of that season, last season and this season, he must have got to like 450 games in the Prem, surely. Yeah. But the, mm. my main moment of the game was that handball he did in the first five <laughs> <laughs> Um, that was that was so crazy. That was not. Nah, he's a sickle. Yeah, he could have given away two parodies. That of sickle. Actually, the only he... reason he got away away with it is because is he flung his he can his head. He knew he knew he get Imagine VAR was in that game. Oh my! Day. That's the first thing I thought when I saw it back. I was like. VAR would have pammed us, you know. Because obviously, from the way he threw it, you know, goal was offside as well, you know, just yeah, a bit. Yeah, v- it was. VAR would have pammed us for that as well. The <laughs> thing, VAR would have called that off. The thing is, yeah, he wasn't even trying to handball it. That's a, he was genuinely trying to use his head, but <laughs> the man lacked the coordination. And I get it. You're on the floor, yeah. Who who would even think to do that? You're on the floor, yeah, and try and throw your head from a floor position to try and head the ball clear. Is he absolutely sick? <laughs> and then that was within five minutes, yeah? And then a couple minutes later, I think uh, Sterling rolls him and he jumps on Sterling's back. Yeah. Sterling rolls him and he jumps on Sterling's back, yeah? Then the next thing he does, I think, is like another five minutes. It's all within the first 15 minutes, yeah? And then I think we get a free kick. They break. Like, Sanchez takes a free kick. They break and thankfully Sanchez runs back. And Sterling rolls him again. Yeah. Like, rolls him again and he's like clean through. But then they, they end up bringing it back. And then, obviously, as you mentioned, that penalty against Aguero. Oh, is, is he sick? Is, that was a bonkers um, challenge. Bonk, the, the, you know what the thing is, is that as soon as he got up, he didn't look up because he knew that was a penalty. He knew. He, kept running. he, he knew. looked at the ground and kept running. Yeah. He, he's a... Cr- that, that, that performance from him was criminal. So, I think there's two options for the rogue of the match, yeah? And it's either him or Lukaku. Who would you guys go with? Do you know what, yeah? I can't even lie. Bay and, Bay and Smalling were in those 20 minutes that C had, yeah? Them man were moving so mad. Oh, well, when they left... <laughs> oh right, you're, you're adding more names, yeah. What? When huh? every you're adding more names, yeah. So hey, you're trying, when they left everything Bailey open, was basically following Sterling to the centre <laughs> circle. <laughs> I don't know hey, 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 hey
game, he was following Sterling because he didn't he didn't have a clue. He was thinking he was just following Sterling like he was, like he was man marking him. And then there was so much space in behind him, and then Smalling was just confused. Smalling for the company goal. Oh my days, he is such. That's a throwback to twenty. It was twenty twelve when he did it. Isn't yeah. It? Oh my god. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. Sorry. Just just to quickly off point. Yeah. I, I feel like if if company was in the city side, yeah, we're gonna beat city this year. You know, like that guy had something like deep in his heart for us. <laughs> yeah, like, when it come to us, yeah, company move like peak peak Cannavaro. Like any other team, this guy's getting pammed and that. But when it come to United. Or the big, big games? Yeah, now nah, company fucking he was an absolute madman, man. He popped the sense he'd been every single time. Man, every single... Like, I'm sure he was on PEDs against us all the time. <laughs> like, all the time he moved mad, bruv. But, man, that game is weird because um, the, the, the thing that stuck out to me was the Pogba performance to Wait, oh. it. It's so... It was so... Funny to watch because it's I the think most that, overrated Pogba performance ever because he played I, crap. The, the thing is, in in like the first 20 25 minutes, he done all right, he done okay. Then he was rattled for the whole for the rest of the first half. Absolutely, absolutely you know, the, the touches, losing the ball in possession, players running off him. I was like yeah. in my head, like I didn't remember him being, I remember him struggling a bit, but I didn't remember him being that bad. Nah, he because was very bad, man. It got peak that that. That that part of the first half, yeah, Matic, Herrera, and Pogba were all they were all over the place. Matic was going to press Fernandinho for some reason, and then Pogba and, Pogba and Herrera just didn't know what to do. Sterling was dropping into space. Bay was following him. We were just all over the place. As soon as City scored the goal, they just absolutely like we just went mad. And then second half, he wasn't even great. He he just scored two goals. Honest to God, like he was like. Yeah, like Seb not. said, literally, and like Seb said, just finding players. Like, the passes that he was doing to find players weren't even necessarily difficult passes. No. But when you compare it to the first half when you weren't finding anybody, it's like night and day. So it was the weirdest performance. Because I was thinking, before you lot said you want to watch it, I was thinking, right, we might call the um, the, pod, the po- poor Pogba performance. No, but no, no. Watching no. It again, I can't even call it that. In no, no, no. Like, I, I, I always say Spurs... In the semi-final, that that's that that's the best performance I've seen at United. That it, it doesn't even compare to this one. He was he dominated. That was a proper sentence in the middle of the performance. This one, he he scored two good goals, and then he went between okay and really bad. Like it's, it was it was it wasn't good. It was, it wasn't good. The the two best players for me were Sanchez and Herrera. To be honest, Herrera's Herrera's second up the. I think that was the one game where second half Mourinho done really well tactically because I'm not sure if you saw, but in in the first half I kept talking about that space that Bayer kept leaving in, in between the right back and the thing when he kept following Sterling out. Yeah. That what what Mourinho done is that he told Herrera to like go into that space because Silva was picking up that space all the time. Like both both their goals came from that right hand side because even though Young was getting pammed down, down the left hand side. Most most of their best attacks came from like our right hand side. So what yeah. Mourinho done is kind is kind of we went to like a back five sometimes when we were out of possession where Herrera would be our right centre back just to cover Silva again into those those into those pockets and then 
Sanchez and, and Lingard were way more narrow in the second half, so that the counter attack was lethal, like to get in into those spaces. So I think I think Mourinho's second half did change it a bit tactically, which really worked. And then Herrera was actually good throughout the whole game. Like out out of everyone, he, even though he was a bit rattled first half, he actually done pretty well. And then Sanchez was actually second half. Like he was involved with all the, the, the goals. Like yeah, the I was pass. saying to you guys at the start of the game that that's probably the best game he's played for us. He, yeah, that game and I think a game against Spurs as well that you mentioned. Yeah, but he was in. Who was part of everything good that we did going yeah. forward? Like, like he was actually even, wriggling out of tight places, linking up with players for the first goal. Oh, wait, Otamendi still a stripper. He was a stripper. Oh, um, he was a stripper hey, then. He was a stripper, a then, stripper. and he's a stripper now. He's, so, he's, he's actually ridiculous. <laughs> fucking like, bro, bro. O- Otamendi B, bro. He he is an absolute stripper. <laughs> the worst thing is that was his best season as well, and he's still showing the biggest stripper tendencies. It's like, come on, man, like. He like from time from from time Daniel James is making you strip. You know you, you know your time's done, man. Yeah. Like he make like he's he's just everything from a defender you just don't want to see, man. Yeah. He just shouts. He just dives in. He's constantly, he's not... constantly. And you know what's so crazy? Yeah, the season before he came, yeah, he had a season and he had a game against Barca where he absolutely locked Messi. <laughs> and I thought he was the best centre back in the world because he was moving mad. Bam. He was moving mad, bro. He played Barca. He locked down Messi. I was like, nah, he's the truth. I don't know what happened when he came to the brim. Uh, you lot have to remember, Valencia had a centre back pairing of Otamendi and Mustafi. And the whole world went crazy for them. Everyone was chasing them. And look at them now. It's quick. Um, it's weird, man, because oh, at Valencia, bruv, he was peak. Like, I was at, rattled when City got him. I was like, yeah. 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 Absolutely Bare you know, rattled. Yeah, I was rattled when City got him because I remember watching a game where he had Messi rattled. I was thinking, okay, cool, like, yeah, it's definitely a good player, but nah, man. Nah. Fucking, yeah, ever since Weber, the manager was of that Valencia team that had Otamendi and Mustafi on the back, and they and they kept clean sheets, yeah? Uh, yeah, he, he he done well still, because then he <laughs> together. That's because that like, that like a madness. Oh, mate. So, Sanchez decided to give it, Sanchez and everybody else decided to give it to Otamendi. The first goal that we scored, let's go, let's actually run through the goal. So, Obviously, the first goal was Companies, which was a recreation of the goal in 2012, where, again, he beats Smallin. So, like, like you said, uh, it's like he's on PDs, because Smallin's trying to tug at him, everything. <laughs> he Company doesn't even notice that he's there. And then, boom, boom, big booming header. Cool. Gundogan, I remember that goal so nice. That pirouette. Because he me, I'm a, I'm a nitty for a pirouette. So if you're throwing, <laughs> you're throwing a pirouette, uh, and I'm no, buying it. you love Ishka, man? <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> Listen, you, you selling a pre-wet, I'm buying. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So that was a lovely goal from Gundogan. Nah, but nah, but I've got to mention the hay off for that goal, yeah. His distribution is has been crazy for the longest time. He's and it needs to make sense because the distribution for that goal, he actually call he actually calls that goal with crap distribution and then all over the place. Yeah, so, because you've already what? meant help them because now they don't even have to beat any kind of organised lines. They're already through at the back line. So, yeah, yeah. D- DDG, uh, signs of him falling apart already in that season. So, <laughs> lovely goal from Gundogan. Uh, we went in and Sterling missed about two, Bam. two 
easy chance. Sterling's mental block against us is mental. Like, Maybe yeah. he supported he us had... when he was a U. Yeah, no, yeah no, just... no, he did. But they said then he played 14 games against us and he hasn't scored. I'm pretty sure it's 20 games now. Yeah, and it must still, be. Minimum must be like 20 games. And he has chances every single game. He, That's he the always word. has chances. He always has chances every single game against us. And he just, like, easy chances as well. Like, it's so weird. Like, 20, fam, he's got clear 20 games and he just can't beat us. It's it's definitely 20 games now because he played, yeah, because he played we the League Cup games. as well. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, yeah, Sterling grabs any of those chances. Because I remember he had the two, like, kind of, well, he had the one one-on-one, then he had the other one was basically a one-on-one. And then did he have a chance at the start of the second half? Maybe. Yeah, he had, he had a chance at the start of the second half. He had a chance at the end of the game as well, which yeah. he should have scored. If he had any, if he takes any of those chances when it was 2-0, 3-0, game is done and dusted. Yeah. Cool. So we come out now and it's like, all right, what are we going to do? It looked like at times we were like a four-man midfield and like we'd move Pogba to the, to the wide yeah. left. And then Lingard was on the wide right, and then you had your Herrera and Matic, and then Sanchez was closer to Lukaku. But it just seemed like there were people were constantly moving all the time. But like you say, Marino clearly gave Herrera instructions to plug that that gap where they kept finding the space. Cool. So then, first goal, really nice. Sanchez rolls Otamendi, crosses it in. Herrera chests it down to Pogba, and Pogba lets Edison basically let him know where to finish. Because yeah. Edison, you know, Edison likes to come off his line, comes off his line, tries to be big, but he goes down. Pogba just loops it over him. The goal to make it 2-2 now. Pogba literally just does a give and go with Sanchez. And again, this goes back to what Seb was saying at the start, which is like all people were doing were finding people. He literally like rolls it, like rolls it from his um, right foot to his left foot, plays it out to Sanchez, kind of just glides into the box. Nobody it's, picks up. Yeah, it's weird. It, it even it's sprint. actually so funny. He wasn't even sprinting. It, it was so weird. So funny. <laughs> he just yeah. glided into the box. It's so funny because all that whole season, we were begging for people just to make runs into the box like that. And like just it, just in those few minutes, Pogba does it a few times. But we were always saying, if Pogba make, makes those runs, who's going to find them? Because he had no creativity on, on the pitch. And in that one game... Sanchez somehow was able to pick out the passes to find them, but it was like it was crazy because Pogba has the ability to do that, but it's more about who's gonna find him because normally he he's the one for finding those passes. Yeah, that's what I was thinking when I seen. I was like, oh, we, it would be nice to see him do that a bit that. more, make those but, those third man runs. Yeah, because he's actually so good at it. Because even versus Bournemouth last season, the amount of third man runs he made in that game, and he scored two two goals there as well. He's at, he, he could get so many more goals if he was just able to boom into the box and just wait for crosses and all that stuff. But I don't even think he wants to do that. He just wants to get, get on, on the ball and just play football, man. He, he loves it. And then, obviously, Smallin's goal from um, Sanchez in free kick. It's a good finish, to be fair. Like you said, he was with the, in, the VA, in, the VAR, in the VAR world. That is a... Yeah. That is an offside, but it was a good finish from Smallin. To be honest with you, I saw it coming. Even though I already knew that he'd scored in real life, I think I Smallin ain't gonna tuck this. Do you know? <laughs> do you know what's so funny? It was exactly the same when we beat them three two in the Community Shield. He scored a, a, an exact same goal uh, yeah, like yeah. that. That volley so, came onto his foot. So it was weird. So when I saw the ball, like even then when I saw the ball coming in, I at first I thought, I hope Pogba gets his head. Head on this, and then he missed it, and then I saw Smallin. I thought that, like, oh, 
this just seems Quick like question, yeah. Would you would you would you obvious. take Smallin back? No, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take him back. I wouldn't. I think Italy suits him well, and I think if he comes comes back to the Premier League, um, be strip program. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he's to, to be fair. As much as I do hate him, he's not as bad as I do make up. But he just really pisses me off because he's just so basic, and he just he's it's not it's not even on the board that gets me angry. He's just such a mid-table level defender. He's just header and volleys and tugging and is he grabbing. Than, and, is he better than Tyron Mings? He, that's who he he, he reminds, mm. reminds you of. Like they are the same player to me. Like I, I do not rate Tyron Mings one bit. I think neither do I. He's so shoddy. Like he just he's so mid. He's just him. Lascelles, like all those guys, all nah, those of just... defenders, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't say mm. that he's categorically better than a man like Tyron Mings. He can't, he can't be starting for for us still. Absolutely, that was a game of classic Mad Bayi. To be fair, that was literally a game. Damn, that 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 <laughs> second half, Bayi was everywhere, just blocking at everything, man. Yeah, but yeah, that yeah. first half, first it, half, hey. absolute madman. Second half, oh, this guy could be one of the best defenders in the world. <laughs> literally, literally, that's, that's all he's literally, given that's us. That's literally my love and hate. I've got a love and hate relationship <laughs> with Bay. Like, I hate him, bro. Like he he does the the dumbest shit sometimes. Like I just don't, I honestly don't get it. Like I feel like sometimes he does it on purpose. Like he's just so bored, he just can't be fucked. Honestly, like, like even no. since he's, I mean? come, like, he's come out, he's come back now. Like all the little dummies that he does in the box when uh, I think he done it against. Uh, um, Chelsea. Yeah, he done it against Chelsea. Do you think he done it against Lask? He done it against Lask as well. Think, he done yeah. like a step over and something like that in the box. Was it against Lask? Was it against Lask where he went to take a, like, pretend he was going to take a throw and he just let it roll down his back? That like, was Derby, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, yeah, is that with, with Bayer, I see him do this figure, then I have to remember, he has not played much prep professional football. Trust me, he's not that, it, he's not that many. In his life. So I'm like, like, you know what? This guy... He's actually a 22-year-old in like a 27-year-old like body. So I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna give him a chance. But this, nah, he's he's mad. He's just crazy. Like even just the little things he does. Like even against was it Bruges where he was where he pretended to kick the ball. Like he just does the simplest thing in the maddest way. It's like what's the point? But it's so funny. But like like you said, like first half. Absolutely crazy. Second half, he he looks like one of the best def- defenders in the world. Like, yeah, he's he's, he's not normal. <laughs> yeah, he's not he's not normal at all, man. So, uh, what I wanted to get from you guys from this game, first of all, what was your best moment? So, mine was like I said, Ashley Young, that humble, <laughs> that humble where he's got to head it and he's used his hand and. If he's lucky that he didn't do that in the VAR era, because that would have been a penalty. Um, what would you say is your uh, best moment of the game, Elijah? Uh, I'm sorry, that young tackle on Agüero. <laughs> 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 That's my favorite moment, man. Because the audacity to do it and then get away with it is it's only the shameless that you must only have. Ashley Young could get away with that. Uh, what was your best moment of the game, Seb? My thing, my thing was like. Uh, Pogba's uh, header, yeah, because no, sorry, it was yeah the second goal. Of, uh, what Sanchez crossed him because yeah, the header, yeah. he, like the way the way he was running, like it made no sense. Like 
like it, it like the goal actually makes no sense because he was just like strolling like the way how he takes penalties like yeah. I just found that like so funny like the way he takes penalties he was just literally jogging into the box and everything was just so perfect like it was literally mm-hmm. meant the ball even looked behind him as well Damn, it, it was fake bruv everything was so fake about that moment everything was so fake so yeah no it was just yeah it was just funny like funny, cool. funny. Um, who was you lot's man of the match I'm going to give it to Sanchez Sanchez I'll give it to Sanchez, Sanchez as well and who was you lot's rogue of the match Lukaku yeah it has to be Lukaku do you know what the worst thing is out of everyone I, I didn't even comment on Lukaku's performance because I think that those two times he just he he done two decent flick ons and held up the ball twice and I was surprised. But for the rest of the game he was actually a charlatan. Like he was he was playing like he was playing for for, for City that game. It was actually he was embarrassing like and that is nah like stop like games like that is what pushed people to the point where they were happy to see him out the door and to see him out the door without even a replacement coming in because that's just perfect from a 75 million striker to not even like he didn't even look like contributing to any goal and he was just a hindrance in open play he done nothing he, he actually done nothing that game but hinder us even while he, even when we got ahead even when we were ahead he tried he tried as best he could to give the ball back to City he was so poor that game, man. Really, really poor. Cool. <laughs> yeah. All right. Nice one, guys. Uh, yeah. So we'll post uh, on the main account. We'll post our best moments, our rogue of the match, and our man of the match options, and the listeners can. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm. Good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Vote on that. But just to finish up now, I'm going to go through some listeners' questions. <laughs> the streets are starving, lads. They're starving. So firstly, we've got a question from Tay Diggs. For those against signing Igalo permanently, <coughs> Elijah... Who do you want us to buy in the market for a backup or a 9am replacement? So, um, who would you be looking at us for us to get in uh, to play up top, Elijah? Assuming the transfer window is open, that is. Icardi. Alright, you're going to have to sell this to us. You're going to have to break this down. <laughs> yeah, I need, I need more. Do you know yeah. what? The thing is, um, for some reason, I don't know what's happened at PSG, but it looks like he's the had a crash. That happens everywhere, man. Go on. Tusha. Yeah, it, it's looked like he's had a crash with Tuchel, but um, he's not been he's not been starting recently. But I think um, he's just he's just a striker I've always liked. He's a proper he's one of them where he can just score out of absolutely nothing, and I think he'll be uh, he'll be attainable. Inter will not want him. It dep- it actually depends because. With the way Barcelona are looking at uh, Martinez, they might want to keep him. But Lukaku and Akadi up, up top doesn't sound as, as appealing. Um, yeah, I think Akadi is just a great box striker. Um, he will have something to prove. He's just he's, 
he's, he's just someone I've always liked because he's a he's the typical South South American striker. I mean, he does have his off the pitch issues. Um, he's a bit of a snake. He's life's a, a yeah, movie, he... not a bit of a snake. He's a full on snake. Furthermore, yeah, life's I'm... a movie. His misses on a mad thing. Okay, what I'll say is he definitely has goals in him. Yeah. Yeah. Does his lack of PMP for the Prem worry you? Not really, because I think his movement is so good. Like he, had, the thing is, the inter teams he was in, like he was he was scoring goals without anyone to create chances. Like MVP, he was the, putting up numbers still. Triple, it was the, things. The, there was generally a game he scored a hat trick, and if you combine all the goals he scored from he it they amount to like one decent half chance. Like he was creating, he was creating goals by himself out of nothing just by. Like just by pure magic, it was ridiculous. So I think that ability to me, just to be able to have that innate ability, just to create goals out of nothing, is something that is just that's something that I will always love because you you see it in the players like Falcao or like uh, Costa or your Agueros where they just they somehow manage to bundle like just get something out of somewhere and they they produce something out of nothing with a class or something like that i think that's i think it, but the problem is, is that as a starting striker i think we would need to cater to him a bit more and add a, have a bit more creativity but if you do keep Pogba, if you do have bruno i think that and then we do add another right winger i do think there is enough there but as you say the P, the pmp is a bit concerning and he's off the field. His mental issues are a bit crazy still. Plus, his but 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 then again, it would be it would be nice for him to take the spotlight off of Pogba in, in that sense. So, yeah, true. Um, anyone you can think of, Sebi, that you you like to bring in apart from Uncle Igalo? Um, oh, I'm trying to think in terms of. A striker for me, I, I I don't think so because everybody that I can think of is going to want to start. I mean, and I just feel like it's going to eventually, eventually, there's going to be a problem. You know, Martial already, you know, he gets upset from you know quite easily. So I just, if there's a time where Martial's playing shit and there's another striker in front of him. You know Martial is going to be absolutely rattled. Like, he is going to be rattled. And, you know, I don't mind is Martial he? being because, rattled. Because, I mean, when, but... he was, when he was a bench option for Jose and he had to come on and prove himself, he was putting up numbers in limited minutes. So, when you say he'd he be was, rattled... He was, but he was rattled. When you say like, he'd be rattled, like, what's, he... it, what's that based on? That sounds like an agenda, my guy. No, 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 man. You know, you know me. I'm part of nine AM gang, man. You know me, nine AM, all of that stuff. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Ruto, I just feel like um, he 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 gets rattled, man. But um, it, it's it's weird because I've looked at it and I'm just like, cool. I'm happy for Marshall to start and Agala to be back up if we get to if we get another wide forward or two wide forwards. But if not, then I just want a certified banger. Like I'd take, I'd take Lewandowski or something like that. Do you know what I mean? I'd go Ugh, all out for him because no, like nah, because he's thirty. But again, it still gives everybody else time. So you give him something like a two year or something like that, and you bring him in. 
and it's not totally ruined people like Greenwood and Martial. It's just kind of, okay, it's intent. We're trying to go for something. And his all-round play is absolutely unreal. Obviously, I want the Martinez U at Inter. He's like, he's a, he, he reminds me of Aguero. Like, he's really, really cold. Hey, but again, I think, I think we was quoted 100 mil for him. And I think United said no. But those are the only uh, and uh, Jovetic, uh, not Jovetic, jo- Jovic, Jovic, Jovic. Uh, again, like a PMP man. I think he'll come yeah. to the Prem and do a Lacazette. Uh, like yeah, but I'm saying as a backup though. As a backup, I think it works. Do you know what I mean? Like I <sighs> think, I think he definitely uh... works as a backup, and he's, just, he's an absolutely amazing finisher. So I feel like it, 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 it definitely. He'll works struggle to get his separation in this league, man. He'll struggle to get the yard. You gotta think about it. we 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 have Pogba and Bruno, like you know, you you see the type of chances uh, Bruno's creating. Don't speak on Pogba's like, name, put... my guy. Let's have some respect. Nah, man. Like we we've got Pogba and Bruno in it, so I'd be happy to bring anybody in because then it would just be down to the movement. And then also you've got uh, another option in Cavani, but you know he's not coming there to be a no bench warmer, bro. He's coming there to start. Do you know what I mean? So I think that would work as well. So, El Matador, yeah. one more, one more for the whole game. I might throw the dice, you know. One more yeah, dice for El Matador man. for the whole game. All right, cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got a question from Manny underscore OA. Looks like a whole season without a PL goal or assist for your boy Jesse. Would you take Mikatarian or Yanazai back in his place? So I mean, Yanazai's a no-brainer. Uh, would you not take Mikatarian for Lingard? Do you know what? So- I think Mkhitaryan is the player I hate the most, and Yanazai is the player, one of the players I love the most. So, I'm definitely taking Yanazai. Yeah, Yanazai's a no brainer. Why do you hate Miki the most? Let's speak on it. Let's speak on it. Why do you hate him the most, though? You know what? Yeah, he's he's I I I could watch him for any team, and he would get me mad because some of the decision making he makes is just it's out it's. He will try to pass a ball through someone's legs every single time. I watched it. That start of the season, in 2017-18, yeah, was some of the most criminal performances I've ever seen. And then he would hide it with one jammy assist. And then people people were going on like he was playing well. That was some of the worst things I've seen from a num- number 10 in years. Like, e- not ever in my life. Like, he, he gets me so mad. Like, the way... Oh. The way he plays football, like he has, it's actually like, annoying because he should be good. He should be very good. Possible, like he's quick and he's got su- such good technical ability, but then he will do the worst pass ever in the world. Then he'll just look to the ground, wipe his nose, and carry on walking. And he, and <laughs> la, la, la. <laughs> he, he, he just gets me so. He's, no, nah. and it, and he'll be like, Mister, Mister, I'm trying. Mister. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! We start, when we that come out, yeah, about Jose and yeah, him, yeah, that killed me. <laughs> that absolutely killed me because I felt so bad for Mickey. I felt after when I read that, I felt so sad for him, even though I hate him. Yeah, because but I thought he'd actually be coming with from like because if he was Jose was dealing with one of these bad boys, they would have come with some stick talk for him, like maybe you should worry about your other players or something like that. But Ram was saying, Mister, like he was genuinely apologetic. Because remember, Jose yeah. started him against City and then. 
took him off at half time. We didn't see him for three months, cause we didn't see and him for three months. Was like free Mickey. I was like, why are you saying free Mickey? He's playing shit. You know that used to rattle me when everybody was like free Mickey. I'm like, hey. it doesn't no hey. He's playing dead. Listen, nothing does more for your stocks than not playing. Nothing does more for any player's stocks than that's not playing very in a team that's not doing that well. Very, because very people true. that unknown, they're like, oh, just bring him in. And they will have forgotten that player's bad performances and will be like, this is the quality he's bringing. Like, yeah, he brings them like once every five games. But the team that's playing now is already full of players who bring quality once every five games. Nothing ever raises a player's more stocks, stocks more than playing in a bad team and then people forgetting their bad performances in that time. And that's what was happening with Mkhitaryan. Like, I was happy with that signing. Obviously, people watched him at Dortmund and we saw him in the Champions League. Like, he had he had that ball-carrying ability. He had that technical ability. Dodgy finisher. But I think Klopp was that manager who got the most out of him and just had him on, on a mad thing. And people were like, OK, if we can get that Klopp Mkhitaryan. And um, was it Klopp or was it Tuchel, sorry? It- it was two two shells. Two shells, yeah. sorry, yeah. yeah. If yeah, we could get that one two, yeah, if we could get that two shell Mikatarian. I've had one season, yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah. If we could he get had, that he he had one season where it all clicked, like everything, his decision making was all good. I was like, Okay, finally this this guy because I because I because I remember his first season he played Arsenal, yeah. That guy, his finishing is at is was on a magazine. Like he anytime he got a chance he was dragging it wide past the post in front of goal. And I'm like, who is this shoot? Like, he looked all right at Shakhtar, but he was was just, who is this shoot? There was a game I watched against uh, Real in the Champions League. And I think he must have had, like, three or four great chances. And he fluffed them all. And Real went through against Dortmund. Yeah, it was Dortmund versus Real when Klopp was still the manager of Dortmund. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And they was like, okay, this guy's almost a player. And they remember he came through for us and he came back and he got that goal against Spurs when he powered through. And he smashed it. And we're like, all right, let's do this. So he's another yeah, one of them mate, players. Gaston that just, still. Yeah, but apparently they're ha- pretty happy with him in Roma. Again, makes me question that Italian league. Man might have to put that whole league in rice still. But yeah, yeah. Oh, 100. <laughs> hey, you definitely got to... That Italian league is capped. Um, <laughs> if Roma get Mickey, because they have Mickey and Smallin, man. Yeah. Two, 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 two of my enemies at, at that club. Two bums. Hey. <laughs> uh, we got a question from Edzino. Would you say that United fans aren't used to having world-class players? If you look at our history, we're fixated about the class of 92 and getting a strop when players of ability want to fulfil their personal ambitions of winning trophies. Ooh, all right. Would you, no. Ooh, what we, do you think? We, of... We're not used to having world-class players while we're bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, I mean... When, when, when we're good, like... It's, it's a normal... Set. It's part of the course. Yeah, it's part it's part for the course still. So I think maybe he's talking more about from the Pogba perspective where people are questioning why Pogba thinks he should he should be leaving the club. But because we're bad. Yeah, it, it makes <laughs> perfect sense. Way. So we're used to having World Cup. We've had World Cup. Yeah. The funny thing about that situation is although we're like, Oh, why should Pogba be leaving a club, yeah? All the clubs that Pogba wants to go to, the man don't even want him like that, like <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, the, so I don't. I don't even think they don't. They don't want it. I just think they don't. They want. They don't want to pay that much for him. I, like, I just don't think like, like they don't. Like, it's weird because with with like Madrid, like even with even with like Hazard, they didn't want to pay much for him for time. 
and like they 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 waited until his lo- until his last season like coming to the end of the year, and they thought they were going to get him on the cheap, but Chelsea still said nah, we're still we're still getting the bag for for him. So eventually they paid up, but personally, I I really think these these Spanish clubs just like to disrespect the English clubs. English like, yeah, it's just like for me, it's just like because I don't understand why Barcelona would bid like thirty million plus Gomez and like Mina, except just to piss off your United. Like stuff like that, you know, you know, you're not going to get the player. But now, that's the dickhead thing, you know. Like we can't forget about that. We got yeah, we like, got all fuck Barca in about two years in the CL. <laughs> it like, showed it because that's what? a dickhead thing. What was it trying to achieve except for except for say to Pogba, oh, we bid for you, we won you. What like this is not football manager. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like 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 for me, I, I think they would pay it if they if if it ever got to a point where like oh we have like where if it ever got to a point where it's just like where we just have to get we just have to get a player in this position now, so we will just go go all out. Like kind of like how Madrid got to that point with with Ronaldo, where with Hazard, where Ronaldo left, there was a there was a space on the left wing. They weren't going to get Mbappe and Neymar, so it's like, all right, Hazard here, we'll pay whatever we want. If it's not like that, I don't think they'll shell out because even for Aguero, like those time people kept talking about Aguero, Aguero, but because Benzema was there, Higuain was there, it, there was never really an opportunity just to say, you know what, we're going to throw the bag. So yeah. Yeah, calm. Um, Alex Baz, uh, if the league is voided, should we keep Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? If it is, if it isn't, we shouldn't. I'm not even going <laughs> to extend that question. Is, do you, like? Mate, that's the second chance, you know. <laughs> Bruno, Pogba, rush back. Hey. <laughs> hey, it might be, hey. it might be Brady. Buy you back. Hey, hey. hey. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> he's, um, Alex has also asked how does voiding the league affect our transfer prospects for next season no CL it's difficult, Ellipsi- ellipsis difficult. it's difficult man it's difficult it's a bit techy because you're hoping that that, that player should show some mercy on us and like fam corona thing you know we tried you know we was gonna make it man you know we was gonna make <laughs> it like and they say alright cool um, I trust you man but it's like it's a business at the end of the day man and um, like not getting CL is a very is very very uh, detrimental for United man I, I, I don't know man I don't I don't know how we recover from that this year can't lie personally I think what it would do if we don't get something again if it's avoided it just means you have to be smart in the so like the obvious sign in like going for Sancho or going for Pai or stuff like that. You just have to be smarter. So even if it does mean getting someone like uh Buendia from Norwich, like a mm. niche signing, because that's what as much as we look at City and how they got to their problems, you have to look at Liverpool as well. And the way they done it was by being smart, being ahead of the curve. In terms of their scouting, their statistics and stuff like that, someone like Buendia, who's just he basically any any creative stat you see, he basically lights up the Premier League like through balls, chance, chance created, open play, set pieces. He does it, and he's doing that for Norwich at the bottom of the, of the table. So imagine what he can do if he's surrounded by better players. Yeah. But you so, got to think about it. That's like you, and that's like us, like saying that. But historically, United, 
you know we're not doing that shit. Yeah. So that's what I'm of like what we've been proven to do like yeah for let's us, not it's talk like, about a situation that we know is not gonna happen because we know that exactly, elijah's completely John. right but we know who we've got we know who we're dealing with hey man exactly. we're about Edward, that's a man who's never laced up gloves in his life the, um, yeah that's, that's, literally, <laughs> that's literally my point like like yeah we know we should be getting those like we should be getting those signings even if we get CO anyway. It makes yeah. sense to get those signings. Even, but you know, like historically, United will be like, "Oh yeah, we're trying to go for shrewd uh, signings." Yeah, one twenty on Sancho. Like them men are disabled. <laughs> like it makes no sense. They're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, we're, we're looking for value in the market." Yep, eighty million on Maguire. Like it, it's just, it, it's just not adding up. Do you know what I mean? So for us, it's just like, "All right, cool. We know we've got one transfer strategy currently." Um, you know, if no splash, CEO, splash city. that's our strategy. Yeah, like, how do we, how do, do we, take how Boga? do we never get it? Oh Boga. man, my guy, man, that is my guy. I've, Boga sure. would be a deep, that's that is, that I'll take very it. decent sign instantly, man. Instantly, the problem instantly. is, I think, is that he plays from he plays from the left, doesn't he? And he loves to cut in and back, he loves, yeah, that's his thing. So. And we have a rush there, so I'm not sure how we do on the right, right hand side. But Bo- Bogo looks a player. I'm, like it's weird because he, sh- it's so weird because I remember he started for Chelsea in when they lost three two to Burnley at the start of the season, and he had to get he had to be taken off because they had a sending off, so he 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 got hooked. But if not for that, he probably would still be at Chelsea now. Yeah, because he probably would. Like it's just weird stuff like that is the reason why he's at, he's in Italy right now, but yeah. he's showing out Funny so how hard. These things happen. Um, yeah, and Chelsea, Chelsea have got an option on him, right? Or yeah, something yeah. Like that. yeah, they're probably going to bring him a... back, to be honest. But they, I'd love it for the play. I'd love it for the pain. It's, you know what's so funny? Yeah, I don't even think they'll bring him back because I think Premier League teams are so dumb. Like I just, I just they're so they're I so think, prideful. They are yeah, they're prideful. so prideful. They're so stupid. I just don't think they'll bring him back. In in, in my opinion. But um, yeah, any top team should definitely go for him. He's an absolute baller. Like, yeah, it it, it makes it makes so much sense. Yeah, but that's a, that's the a type of smart signing that I would say we make. But I mean, they're they're saying that we have this bespoke scouting system now, and we're trying to look for value in the market. Let's see if they if they actually do that. But eighty mil yeah. for Vinicius Junior. Right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> I got a question from D Chulu Eleven. What agendas are you doubling down on during the coronavirus break? My main agenda is my Seb agenda. Like I've been pushing it, <laughs> but I haven't been pushing it enough. So I've got more time now. So the time where I'd be watching games, I'll be looking to push my Seb agenda as much as I can. Yeah. So look hey, out for I've, that one, lads. I've, I've got, I've got to keep up this Maguire agenda, man. Yeah, the streets keep need it. it. People are starting to say he's doing all right. They were calling him man of the match against um my boy Mike. Who were they calling him man of the match against? Man Max. Yes, was it Everton? Who did we Everton. play before we played Lask? Man City City. People were calling him man of the match for that game. No he started way. slow. Absolutely no way. He, he started was... slow. <laughs> it, no, it was it was the last ten minutes. The last ten minutes it was <laughs> Oh no. the last ten, 10 minutes of the ninety minute match. You have no, no shame. Yeah, yeah I'm first, to you from tomorrow's first 80, he was on board. Yeah, first eighty, he was horrible still. But in fact, in, in the first five minutes, yeah, he got done. I was like, oh shit, like <laughs> Aguero. I was like, shit. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that was scary. Last ten minutes, he was good still. 
What agendas are you doubling down on, Sim? Uh, uh, you left. We've got a buy agenda. But yeah, man, he, he gets injured too much. It rattles me. Wait, you got an agenda against a man whose body's not built for it? Yeah, man. Wow. That's, that's how we roll, man. To be honest with you, 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 you find new ways to start on me every single week. So <laughs> at this point, I shouldn't, I shouldn't be. Um... At, at, at the figures, yeah, like currently, I'm currently in the 9 a.m. club, but where? <laughs> You know my show. <laughs> you know the you settings. Know, you know the settings. Down. I'm just kind of saying it, man. <laughs> you know the settings, boy. One dodgy Instagram vid and Seb's back <laughs> on his neck. I'm back on his neck. <laughs> I'm you, back on his neck. You see that video Ox put out? If Marshall puts one of them out, uh, that's it. But that just... <laughs> I'd be on him. I'd be on him still. Yeah. Uh, and I think I might have to have an agenda for D Denier underscore. Why does Mariah run these po- run this pod? <laughs> He's incapable. I tell you hey. what I tell you all what I told uh Denier. You should have aimed for the head. You came for me <laughs> but you didn't come you didn't come strong enough son. And you're gonna regret that one still. Uh, <laughs> uh with that, yeah thanks for coming on lads. Uh we're gonna continue to push the content uh weekly. What I think we'll probably do is in our group we'll decide among ourselves uh, like four games and then we'll ask our listeners which games they want us to watch again and we'll just keep doing the the re- rewatchable thing and we'll continue to just keep you updated with what's going on with football and hopefully uh, the season is voided and if not we get into the Champions League and we win the Europa League so it's a win-win either way yeah boy alright then anyway fuck Liverpool alright fuck Liverpool <laughs> alright peace Rashford, he's in here, he scores! Marcus Rashford takes yet another step up the ladder. And it's a lad from Manchester who scores. Only chance in my team like Man U, yeah, like Man U. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team, like man, you. Yeah, like man, you. Thank you, man. Bars in my head like shampoo. Violate my squad, might bang you. Only chance in my team, like man, you. Yeah, like man, you. ready to ride metro we want you to know we're ready for you here are just a few of the people at metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe we're cleaning like never before we're hospital grade cleaning you'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the metro no mask no metro need one we have a few extras at metro we're doing our part to keep the dc area moving find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part Social Podcast Network.